Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. <clears throat> AT&T connects an O to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough... Think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air, everywhere. The final edition of the fifth hour with Ben Maller and Danny G Radio here to close out this weekend of podcast. But I will be back on the radio uh, a good chunk of this week. So I'm not taking my extended vacation as I normally do. More on that later. Thanks for the warning. Yes, I know. This podcast, eight days a week, the radio show with the podcast, four hours a night, clearly not enough on the overnight. Before we get into the mailbag, though, Danny G, I mentioned on the Saturday podcast that I watched an old Yankee game with the Red Sox and George Steinbrenner, the old owner of the Yankees, who's been dead for a long time, was interviewed and he was asked about all the controversy in the Bronx. This is a probably, how old is this? 35-year-old, 36-year-old interview. This goes way back, right? Way, 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 way back. So I was watching it and I just loved what he said because it, it really resonates to this day, considering how much more money is involved now. So I wanted to play that, and then we'll get into the mailbag. So this is, again, this is on an NBC broadcast from 1986. So we're going in the hot tub time machine, and this is the old grumpy owner of the Yankees, George Steinbrenner, and he's asked a question by Joe Garagiola, and listen to Steinbrenner's response. What about the turmoil that always seems to surround the club? Well, you, you know, know the turmoil. Well, no. Turmoil is with every baseball team. They have it in San Diego. They have it in the Middle West. They have it everywhere. That's part of the game. And, uh, you know, I have to laugh when guys say, well, it's a strain and it's turmoil to play baseball in the Yankees. Or for $400,000 a year average salary or for a million six like our top player makes, they can take a little turmoil. Let them go out and drive a cab in New York if they want some real turmoil. Can you imagine if an owner said that today, Danny? I mean, what a good point he makes, too. Shut up and play and stop (laughs) crying. Yeah. So when people and I have a similar outlook, I mean, people say I'm all, I, I bust a lot of balls and all that with athletes. But I do think, listen, these there, there are a lot more difficult jobs. I think working at a fast food restaurant at rush hour at in and out we talked about that. That is a much harder job to me than playing for the Lakers or the Clippers or whoever, whatever team you happen to like. Uh, I, and, and there are, there's so many other things. Uh, we had a listener on Facebook the other day who posted a, a, a list of his deliveries as he delivers packages for Amazon. It's insane. These guys going all over God's green earth to deliver packages. And it was like, that's a much more difficult job 
than it is playing in the NFL. And I have respect what the NFL players and the baseball players, the basketball players do, but let's, let's have some perspective. There are other people that have much more difficult jobs that are getting paid peanuts for those jobs. And I understand why nobody's watching the guy deliver packages at Amazon and all that. I get it, but still. Yeah. I would never call their jobs easy, but how come in all other walks of life, when you're well compensated, you're not allowed to complain because you're told, Hey, shut up. You're well compensated. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. So hey, that was the Steinbrenner thing. That was great. Oh, thank you. I'm glad. I, I'm glad you enjoyed that. I went back and I dug through. I was like, I got I to find the exact moment. I wanted to remember exactly where it was. I was able to track down. Let's get to the mailbag. Here we go. Ben's mailbag. Yes, it is in the bag. Thanks to Ohio Al for sending in that little ditty way back in the day. And we play it every week to kick off the mailbag. And this week's mailbag, Danny G, we start off with an email from Pierre in Springfield. I know this is very exciting here. We have our first email from Pierre. He's a friend of Alf, the alien opiner. You've got mail. Yes, we do. We have a lot of mail this week. And uh, here it is. So Pierre in Springfield says, uh, Ben, Danny G, uh, Ben, it seems like everything you, you do, everything possible to keep your loyal minions on the edge of our collective seats. He says, whether it is uh, posting the YouTube broadcast time of Benny versus the penny five minutes in advance or being vague about your sabbatical. Uh, he says, that being said, some of us are only in he says the Benny business uh, is uh, talking about uh, when I, I guess when I'm on and uh, don't listen when you're not on the live air. Can you just ask uh, Roberto or anyone at FSR with computer access to hit the record button and play all of the show's drops for about six episodes worth of the podcast content while you're enjoying your well-deserved time off asking for a friend. Uh, that would be great, but I'm pretty sure management would not sign off on that, Danny. I don't think that management would think that was such a great idea. <laughs> and if we brought that up to management, management would come back and shoot that down. So, uh, well, your show does have a lot of fun drops, half of which I personally recorded <laughs> into the computer system. That is true. Many of the drops that we, we play today are all from – Energy. That is not fake news. It's all fake news. No, it's not. It's, it's phony no, stuff. No, no. It didn't happen. A lot of, yeah. I spent a lot of hours, Mr. Former President, putting those in the next-gen computer system. Yes. And I would like a show like that. Uh, if you recall, when Roberto first took over for my old spot, I helped him do a weekly segment. You voted on the best drop out of the three. Yes, yes. We yeah. did that for a while. Yeah, yeah. Battle of the drop. And yeah. that's because there were so many good drops on your show. Uh, that is a good idea, but I will say this. Even the most loyal Ben Maller fan who doesn't like it when you're actually taking a vacation day, uh -huh. you know, give the programming a chance still because that is a fill-in host's opportunity to shine. And I have produced many fill-in hosts over the years. And there's actually some fun times during those shifts because those guys get a chance to be on the big network and have a shift. Yeah, and that's what I did when I, I was starting out. I was the fill-in guy and then got more opportunity on the weekend and then, you know, still a fill-in guy for a while. So, yeah, I mean, you got to give people a chance, but yeah, you know how people are, Danny. A lot of people, creatures of habit, and you just get used to something and then you're used to that and you don't want to get used to something else, but I give it a try. Give it a sample. Or you might as well listen. And I, I think I get credit for that. If you stop downloading the podcast, I think that hurts me. So keep downloading the podcast. Uh, exactly. Ke yeah. Uh, Kevin in Kansas writes in. He says, uh, dear Ben, Danny G. Uh, he says, Ben, now that life in the North Woods is normalizing, do you have any marathon walks planned? Is your new neighborhood conductive to uh, your long walks uh, where maybe you can find laundry hampers and such. That's the famous story at the old place. I was walking and somebody had left a professional industry grade laundry cart on the side of the road. And I walked by and I walked for like another hour. And then I came home and I said, if that thing is still there, I'm getting, it's just thrown on the side of the road, like in a pile of trash. So I went, I, put the uh, the Mallermobile, the SUV version of the Mallermobile, and I went down there, 
And I picked that piece of trash up off the side of the road and I put it in my car and I cleaned it up. And it right now is sitting Kevin in a storage shed. I do have a bunch of areas I can walk in the North woods, but I haven't been able to do much of that because of the schedule and everything. And I'm really excited. I'm hoping by the time I go on my end of year sabbatical, when I come back, I will have access to my treadmill and that will be, that will be the big thing. Cause I need that can go in after the show. It's a little awkward to walk around in the middle of the night. People think you're up to no good yeah. and I'd rather avoid having to deal with that. So, and also with the low being 38, 39 degrees here in California, we curl up in a fetal position. Yes. When the temperature gets to the thirties. Yes, we are warm-blooded and do not do well. We don't have thick blood, and that is a problem. All right, uh, who is next here? Uh, All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. That's right. Uh, RJ in San Antonio writes, and he says, Hey, guys, did you ever watch late-night talk shows, and which ones were your favorites? Uh, Yeah, I, I did. I loved I was a huge David Letterman fan when I was growing up, when he was on the late, late after the tonight show mm-hmm. on NBC, but everyone, you know, we're of the age, Danny, we were kids. That's what people watched was late night, like the late night talk shows that they got massive ratings. I mean, unbelievably massive, huge amounts to people that used to watch those late night shows. And it's really segmented now and they've really become, more, I feel like more politicized, uh, definitely than they used to be. And so it's in terms of the audience now compared to what it used to be. It's, uh, oh yeah. Like if I was a Letterman guy, my mom used to watch the Johnny Carson show. So we watched that. Uh, I was just going to say that my mom was a Carson fan. My aunt, her sister was a big Letterman fan. So when I would visit my cousin, they'd always have Letterman on. So I got to watch both shows depending on where I was, either in L.A. or the Bay Area. Both really great shows. And, of course, all of the beef that Letterman had with NBC would spill over onto the airwaves, and it was pretty fun to watch him slam his employer all the time. Yeah, yeah. You felt like you were watching something you weren't supposed to be watching. There was a special... There's a uniqueness that nobody else was doing at that time that Letterman did. And I used to love it because he'd drop, like, He'd go do a recorded segment where he'd go to a parking garage in New Jersey and drop 10 pounds of lard just to see what it looked like when it hit the ground. It was, it was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> or he'd drop a bowling ball or a couple bowling balls off. Uh, so, yeah, RJ, I have fond memories uh, of that back in the day. Uh, let's see. Who is next on the uh, mail bag? Uh, page down. Page- You've got mail. Yes, we do. Uh, Jennifer. In Richmond, Virginia, writes in. She says, Ben and Danny G, hello. Ben, you make me laugh with all the sound effects. Well, I'm glad somebody likes the sound effects. It's my opportunity to play goofy sound effects. Uh, And uh, she says, anyway, uh, you played Ralphie from The Simpsons last week. I already forgot what he said. But do you also have him saying, I sleep in a drawer? If not, is there any way you can get that? Uh, I looked for that. I did not find that. The only other Ralph drop I could find was this one. Uh, I'm a unitard. Yeah, I don't know. Is that a good one? I don't know. I don't know if that's it. Uh, Ralph approved. But You and your drops, man. Uh, we were just talking about that, how Roberto has those buttons in front of him nowadays. And before that, I had all those buttons in front of me. On the podcast setup here, you should see Ben with his buttons, and you get a big smile on your face I when do. those buttons pop up on the screen. Oh, it's so much fun! I love it, and uh, I've got a lot, but they're all—they're not in order, and I can't really on this thing that I'm using. I can't really put them in order. Like I have this is my coop drop. You know? Smoke weed every day. Yeah, but that's up at the top, and I need that at a lower level. And then if we ever talk about the Minnesota Vikings, and I'm- now you have more of an appreciation for the timing skill and technique it takes to place a proper drop. Yeah, no, there is. I've always felt like you don't, you don't want to put the drop in at the wrong time because that Mm -hmm. becomes a a big problem. You know, that's not good. You don't want that. You need it at the right time. Yeah. You have to wait for a breath and you know, with you breaths don't come often. Well, dead air is the death of radio, (laughs) you know, 
was uh, correct on that. Uh, all right, moving on. Uh, Jennifer, she did have a question. Uh, I don't. I think that was her only question about Ralph. So I don't have the drop. Uh, do you have any Ralphie drops over there, Danny? Or any from The Simpsons? I can find one, and I'll insert it into the podcast here. She's touching my special area. My worm went in my mouth, and then I ate it. Can I have a new one? <laughs> Ralphie. All right. Uh, Chris in Maricopa, Iowa says, Ben, does your wife uh, or wives get upset with you watching so much sports in your free time? How often does it's my job work on them? Well, Danny, this is the same thing for you now that you are in a, uh, a long-term relationship. Uh, so I try to be very polite. Uh, I, during the week, the way I get ready for the show is I usually have a, a game or two on at night, kind of in the background. I'm watching it with half an eye and I'm trying to get notes together for the monologue. So, and then when the game, usually the cool thing about a lot of these games, like in the NBA, I don't really have to pay attention to the end because most of these games are decided in the final three minutes of the game. So I can kind of look with half an eye football is much harder. Cause I try to really pay attention to it. And that becomes more problematic on Thursday and Monday and Sunday night. Um, so those are the nights. But like on uh, you know, the show's off for us on Friday night and Saturday. And I try to be really good about not not forcing it. I ha I'm able to watch a lot of stuff on my phone. So I will sometimes we'll be out if we're out at a mall or something like that. I'll pop on the phone if they have like Wi-Fi or something like that. And I'll watch watch some college football or something like that. But. Yeah, pretty, pretty good about it. But during the week, I have to do it for work. And she's pretty good, but she's working too, so it's no big deal. What about you, Danny? Are you able to, to get away and watch the, the Raiders or uh, whoever you want to watch on the weekend? Yeah, my Chick-fil-A, she's really good about sports being on TV. A, because she knows how much I love sports. She also has uh, a couple of boys who love sports, and they're Raider fans. Her family are Raider fans and big Dodger fans. Basketball is really the only thing that's been hard to watch with her because, like you just said, biggest action happens at the end of the basketball games. So if I'm watching a NBA game in the first quarter, she thinks I'm wasting my time. She's like, why don't you just turn it on at the very end? She's not wrong, <laughs> by the way. She's not. Right? The only way you're not wasting your time is if there's a massive fight or an injury. Other than that, uh, you are, you're absolutely wasting your time. As far as NFL Sunday goes, I got the ticket before the season began, and she's a really good host, cooks up really good football food. I give her a lot of props for that. So no no issues where I'm at, Ben. I could not get along with somebody who didn't let me watch sports. Yeah, my wife's not really into the, the sports, but she allows me to do She knows I have to do it, and, and she likes to go to games. She loves to go to games. She never liked to watch the games on TV. She loves going to Dodger Stadium or whatever and seeing a game. And uh, I haven't really been able to do that much uh, recently. But uh, hopefully uh, sooner than later we'll get back out going to games. Uh, well, you're busy in the press box. She's not allowed up there. No. no. <laughs> Although I don't even go to that. I don't even, I haven't really been doing that much. I've been to a few NFL games and – yeah, I got my routine, everything set up. Uh, I've settled into my habit of where I do the show. I have my own studio set up, the home studio. And so I'm kind of in here most of the time. And Someday we'll have to retell the story about how much food you used to steal out of the press box. Oh, my God. Let me tell you, back in the day, I had... That was Big Benny days. The reason they had to change the name of Staples Center is because I ate so much food. <laughs> back in the day, they needed more money. Real sad story, Danny. Well, that was pretty uh, loud. What happened there? Anyway, uh, next up on the mail bag. Mail, motherfucker. That's right. All right. Uh, Vols fan Jimmy from Fayetteville, Tennessee. He writes in, uh, says, no question. Just want to thank uh, you for making the third shift easier. Last eight years, looking forward to 2022. Have a safe holiday, you and Danny G. So thank you, Vols fan Jimmy. Thank you. And Jimmy's authentic Tennessee. He's not. He's called the show a few times. Oh yeah, and I've uh, I've talked with him on Twitter. Yeah, he's got. But I you know, calling the show. You can tell he's not a fake. He's not. He's not somebody that like moved to Tennessee when he was thirty. No, no, he's living the life. He's living the life there. Absolutely. All right. Next up, Tammy in Montana writes in. She says, yes, yes, Danny has a sexy voice, too. 
Uh, she says, yeah, we, we talked last week about uh, Gascon. And she says, uh, all, of all the people that could have replaced David, Danny G is the one that will do a great job keeping up the friendly banter. Uh, Tammy says, keep working hard on the podcast content and keeping you in line, just as David did. Now, David did not keep me in line. That's bull crap. How dare you? Uh, and she says, have you heard of Helen has choked on her arrogance yet. She says, well, this is continuing here. The, yeah, the I know, calm down. Uh, she says, uh, have you heard of Helen has choked on her arrogance yet? Let Helen know that the cockroaches and rats that live in her house do not count as knowing people. Boy, this is vicious. Uh, that's uh, Tammy in Montana, the back and forth and mm. Right from that, we have Helen and Stu from Palmetto Bay. They wrote back. They have their reply in the octagon on the fifth hour. And this one says, to Maller Claws, North Pole, California. A last-minute present request. Turns out that all Tammy in Montana wants for Christmas are her two front false teeth. Uh, the great news is that after watching the latest Benny versus the Penny video, Stu and I noticed that her boyfriend, David Gascon, has plenty of uh, moose-sized and bright Hollywood cap teeth to spare. Wow. I don't think those are. Are those fake? I don't think those are fake. I don't know. They may, they may be veneers. Uh, then, then uh, boy, they really don't like Gascon. They said at last count, Gascon has three extra sets of uh, incisors uh, canines and molars, uh, of course, no wisdom teeth. If he did, he'd still be on the fifth hour. Wow, shots fired. Well, they were demanding the the departure of David. Uh, the message continues from Helen and Stu. The angry. Well, I don't think they're angry. I think they're just having fun. Uh, the couple there, they're very, very divisive here. The Maller militia. Uh, they are under attack here, Helen and Stu. It says, Benny, in all seriousness, during these ongoing, challenging social times, happy Mensch holiday to you, uh, 911 Aaron, now Danny Chocolate. That's right. We, we learned on the original episode that you were on. Yeah. You are part of the great Ghirardelli Chocolate family. Uh, it says, the entire Ben Maller Show crew and the Maller Militia, including, yes, Tammy in Montana, for another outstanding year of Not So Serious. Sports talk entertainment like Maller Claws on a fire truck. Our support for you will remain in the air everywhere. That's from Helen and still well, people. Very nice. Look at a nice way to end the Tupac Biggie beef there. Oh, it's or is the beef. The beef is still going, but it was just a holiday truce for a moment. Yeah, no, the, the beef was not ended, Danny. It's right. uh, it will continue uh, for uh, for a long time, but they'll pick it up after the new year. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge, or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum! And how you get the most out of select can't miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Uh, let's see. John in Dallas writes and says last week I adopted a rescue dog. And unlike all the other dogs and cats that I have had, this one is fe a female. 
And then uh, John in Dallas says, can uh, you and Danny G give me some fatherly advice on what it is like to live with a bitch? Well, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, your Bella is a female dog. So I do have, uh, she is that, that is the technical term. We are not being uh, offensive okay. at all. Uh, a female dog is oh. a bitch. And so. I moved in with a bitch recently. <laughs> you have um, a female yeah, dog? Daisy, little Daisy, the dog. Yeah. Uh, she fits in the palm of your hands, Ben. She's a small dog, but she also thinks that she is a guard dog. So she's one of those where in her mind, she's protecting the entire house. But in actuality, your big toe could move her away. Yeah. And, and Bella's got a it, it must be the little Napoleon complex in the dog community. I don't know what the dogs use as the Napoleon complex, but yeah, Bella's like the Bella. She's a boss dog. And she's the, she's the boss bitch. And uh, if I don't give her a treat, she'll like paw at me. If I don't scratch her back before I go to bed, she gets very upset and starts. And, and then she'll wake me up sometimes in the middle of the night. And I didn't have I never had a male dog do this. Like, and I'm actually happy about it. When she's got to go to the bathroom, she'll like stand on my head and, <laughs> and force me to wake up to take her out to go to the bathroom. So that's not a bad thing. Yeah. And I mean, for advice, getting a rescue. Obviously, you just want to make them feel as loved as possible because it's something that has been inconsistent in their lives up to this point. Uh, take them on lots of walks and get them lots of toys and treats. Get a toy box, fill it with tons of toys. Usually, they'll only use one toy, even though they have 12 toys in the box. Yeah, and that's always the you, – yeah. you think you found the perfect toy. That you you know your dog very much, and this is the toy the dog will love. And then you you pull the wrapping off it. You, you excitedly give the dog the toy, and the dog wants to run and play with the old disgusting toy and wants nothing to do with the new toy. Exactly. Yeah, Daisy has a toy called Piggy, and Piggy is really the only toy Daisy's interested in, even though she has a toy box that has more toys in it than I had when I was a kid. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is then you'll inevitably try to find an exact replica of the piggy toy. Mm -hmm. And that becomes a pain in the ass because these dog toys, I have noticed a high turnover in dog toys where and I, if I made dog toys, too, every year I would come out with new toys because you don't want what's, what's the point of doing the same thing. So I have noticed that. Uh, but good luck. Good luck. Yeah, with good luck dog. with your rescue. Yeah, I. I am a fan of the bitches. Uh, absolutely. Uh, Barry in Music City says, yo, yo, Ma Benny. And Danny G, I love the Maller Christmas songs. Well, good. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you guys have not heard the podcast on Friday, we played as all the holiday songs that were submitted before Friday that made the air. We played one song that hasn't made the air uh, yet. And so check that out on Friday. It's perfect for Christmas parties. You really want to annoy your loved ones on Christmas? Play that. <laughs> Be like, what the what the bleepity bleep is going on here? What happened? Uh, where where are our, our favorite Christmas songs? What happened here? Shut the fuck. Yes, up. that's probably what they'll tell you there. And uh, but anyway, uh, Yo Yo Ma, he says uh, Barry. He says uh, we'll have to check out the Friday podcast again. Yes, you will. And Benny, what were your expectations when you put out the bat signal? for the Maller militia to come up with the Maller themed Christmas songs. Well, sure. Barry, uh, at, at first I was like, okay, so maybe we'll get a couple of songs. I thought if we got three songs, I'd be happy. Serious. I didn't think we'd get more than maybe five at the most. I said, if the show's doing really well, we'll get five. And we ended up getting almost 25 songs with, with the, the songs that have been submitted and these are people that wrote lyrics. They obviously changed the lyrics around and spent time. Some of these guys, Mr. PC went into a recording studio. I mean, these are not like boring, boring. No, they're not. I mean, they're good songs. And so I was blown away by it. And it's one of those things, Danny, too, when they kept coming in, I was like, wait, we got another one. Yeah. And I'd wake, I'd wake up. It's like, there'd be one or two songs, like pretty much every day. And then, Coop was getting some of the songs. I wasn't even seeing them. And then he would play them on the show. And I was like, whoa, that's, I mean, that's crazy. So yeah, the creativity that went into a lot of the songs was just tremendous. 
yeah, it was, it was a good job. And I don't know that we can recreate that like next year. That just kind of happened. Plus we have all the songs. As long as no one leaves the show, we can still play the songs. Now, if somebody leaves the show, then we're going to have to have the lyrics rewritten and all that stuff. And then that becomes problematic. Well, you're in one of the, you were in a, a couple of the songs, the old songs that listeners submitted. Yeah. You were in several of them back in the day. Uh, so that was pretty cool. You've got mail. All right. Well, some of your show opens too. And then when I wasn't on the show anymore, they cut my voice out. Yeah. It's like Russia, you know, <laughs> it's Joseph Stalin. And uh, they just make you vanish. They make yeah. you or Lenin or whoever back in the day, uh, just in the Uber driver listening in New Jersey or just Jersey as they call it. Uh, it says, does everyone on Fox sports radio really hate Brian Friendly? And particularly, do you really hate having him on the show or is it all in good fun? No, I hate Finley. I can't stand <laughs> Brian Finley, scum of the earth. Uh, no, I mean, he annoys me. Uh, but clearly, if we if we really had a nasty relationship, he would not be on the show. And uh, but he, but he does get under my skin because usually what happens, and I love Brian, but he does occasionally try to uh, do open mic night at Chuckles Comedy Club. And it doesn't uh, always go well. It does not always go well. So, yeah, it's a ton of pun. And he is the Ralph. Speaking of Ralphie, he is the Ralphie of FSR. Yeah. Speaking of our, our Ralph, Ralph Irvin. Oh, yeah. Another another one. I talked to Ralph the other night. He was filling in on the Jason Smith show with yeah. Mike Harmon and I told him, I said, I still get emails from when Ralph was so upset. Ralph, the rhino wreck it, Ralph. He ran into the yeah. other studio to hang up on Justin in Cincinnati. I was there. I yeah, was there. it was insane. And that's, that's been, he said it's been three years since that. I that guess so. And yeah, you know, that's one of the reasons I like Ralph, I think was just that experience <laughs> to have the balls to run into the control room and hang up on a caller. You got to respect that. Well, and then a guy that has worked in radio and had no idea at that moment, he was so flustered. He was so flummoxed. And yeah. he's like, what am I? I don't know what to do. He had a brain fart. He didn't know what <laughs> button to press. He starts hanging up on everybody. I had a full bank of calls on hold. He starts hanging up on all of them. And it's another reason I love Justin in Cincinnati so much, too. The fact that he could get a reaction out of somebody that would make them <laughs> run into a control room and hang up on everybody. Yeah, that, that was hilarious. I still have the image of Ralph rumbling, turning the corner to get into the control room and the look on his face and how you know, everyone got out of his way. You know, it was one of those, one of those deals. All right, Ralph's, this is not fake. And all the phones are ringing, but Ralph, Ralph is going to do his. Uh, how the uh, yeah. No, it's Ralph. You got to say Ralph. The phone is ringing anyway. Uh, next up, Carlos in Houston, Texas. He says the Maller militia are absolutely clutch with the Christmas music. I know this will be the last podcast for a while. So I had a couple of questions. Should Major League Baseball sell Rawlings back after that story came out about them using two different types of baseballs? He says that's number one. And what will happen if Carlos Correa signs with the Dodgers? And he also says, fuck that couple in Florida. I want the couple in Kentucky back. Well, I, I missed the couple in Kentucky. I don't know what happened to them. I hope they're okay. They sent me a Western Kentucky Hilltoppers hat and sent Danny some alcohol. And they were big fans of the podcast. And we used to love getting updates on them. And then uh, they just randomly stopped you know, emailing in. So I don't know what happened. Hopefully they're okay. Uh, but as far as the first question, no, Major League Baseball should absolutely not sell Rawlings back because even when Rawlings was an independent company, they were still overseeing the baseballs anyway. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah. It's, you know, they, they own it. And then uh, I want no part of Carlos Correa. There's, the Dodgers are not going to sign that guy. Nope. No, no, they don't need him. They have Trey Turner to play shortstop. Just don't. If they were going to spend that kind of money, they should have just kept Corey Seager. So thank you. Yeah, I don't I don't think that and the, the, the Rawlings baseball thing, they get a they make a big deal about it. And the problem is not the baseball, even if the baseball flies a little further. The problem is everyone is just swinging from their heels, trying to hit home runs. No one's trying to just get base hits. That's the issue because they don't pay for base hits. They don't pay you to bat 350 
with a bunch of singles in baseball. In professional baseball, they pay you to hit 40 home runs and bat 218 with 100 walks and 250 strikeouts. That's what they pay you for. And as a Dodgers fan, I could never get comfortable seeing that cheating Biatch Correa stepping up to the plate wearing a Dodger uniform. And I think the Dodgers front office knows that, Ben, that the fans would just not get behind it at all. Yeah, I would be very surprised if he ends up with the Dodgers or the Yankees. I could see him going somewhere like Toronto. They've already got a cheating Astro on the an old cheating Astro or the Tigers or somewhere along those lines, although I think Detroit's less likely now. But, but talking baseball. Thanks, Carlos. Man. Come on, Danny. Here we go. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for baseball season to start. Well, you're going to have to wait. There's going to be a work stoppage. There's a work stoppage right now. Did you see that story that they're they're not even going to really meet about the finances until oh, January? Come on. I know January is not that far away, but shouldn't you take advantage of the time right now? Why waste the time now? Get those off. The, no one accepts the first offers anyway. So go in. And you're, you're going to have to stay in a room and just don't leave the room until you see white smoke like at the Vatican and you've named the Pope. You've named the, the new deal in baseball. Why is this so hard, Danny? I don't understand. I don't get it. <sighs> Money is the root of all evil. Well, yeah. Well, I'd like to have a lot of it. but you'd like to, You're like, I'd like to be more evil. Yeah, evil. Yeah, depends. Yeah, evil. Like, <laughs> like Urban Meyer got fired the other night Right yeah. before the show. And depending on what happens and there's lawyers involved, he's got in the ballpark of $50 million left on his contract. So Urban is public enemy number one. People love to just trash him. And I, maybe he's a horrible person. Maybe he's the devil incarnate. I don't know. Uh, you know, he's the spawn of Satan. But he's $50 million. People are trashing him online right and left. And there was this sound that came out of Jacksonville. <laughs> When Urban was like, oh, and it's like, yeah, okay. So Urban lasted less than a year, gets 50 million, assuming he gets that money, and now goes back to television. So he's he won the lottery. That's an amazing. I mean, yeah. and when that girl grinded on him at the bar, what was he supposed to do? Well, he might not have needed to put the hands where he put the hands. <laughs> I want to make sure she didn't she didn't have any kind of uh, you know, she was she pushed was her away. Well, he was checking for cancer, I think. Uh, Chris in uh, Maricopa, I think he sent another one in. Uh, let's see. Or maybe I put that on. Yeah, I think I already did that one. Uh, page down, page down. No, no, I, this is a new one. This is a different oh, one. I think he, okay. sent, he posted one on Facebook and sent this one in. Oh, here it is. He says, last season, the big penny I sent you for Benny versus the penny was prominently featured. Despite Gascon, I haven't noticed it yet this season. Question is, did it survive your recent move? Is it buried somewhere? Will it be found 100 years from now at the bottom of some dusty box? Uh, please, Ben, give it one more chance to see the sun. Well, Chris, that's a great point. And it is in a storage facility. <laughs> I have no idea where in the storage facility it is, so... I don't think it'll be a hundred years because I won't live a hundred years, but it'll be a while before that sees the light. I'm hoping we can maybe over these holidays, I'll be able to find it. Uh, he says also PS Danny G rocks. Uh, he says, however, sometimes I miss cursing at the heel Gascon. You can curse at Danny if you want, you know, Danny, you don't mind that. right? Every once in a while. <laughs> no, I'm used to taking uh, abuse from people on the other side of the microphones. Trapnel. You're used to taking yeah. trapnel. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Trey writes in from parts unknown. He says, since Danny G has returned, can Tinderoni tips return sponsored by sleep number, perhaps? Well, <laughs> of course, yeah, reference to back in the day, whatever yeah. great advertiser, I still have a sleep number bed. I still sleep on it. Yeah. Love it. It's great bed. You know, they're pricey, but you get a good product and it's, uh, it's wonderful. Once you go, once you go down that rabbit hole, though, you don't go back. Uh, so I don't think I'll ever have a different bed, but you never know with advertisers who comes along uh, might change my tune on that. Uh, Tinderoni tips. Now you are engaged, Danny, you've announced that uh, the big announcement here. Yeah, we did meet on one of the dating sites, Yeah, anything online dating related. I can help you. Yeah. If we get, 
you know, maybe we can do it on the Saturday podcast. We can get relationship questions for the Saturday podcast. If anybody has, I'll put that up only dating relationship questions and we can bring back Tinderoni tips. We could do that from time to time if you'd like. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do it well, maybe once a month or maybe once every other month. Uh, let's see who is next. Uh, Coley in round rock, Texas listens to the fifth hour podcast. He writes in, he says the other day I was watching a fantasy football show on TV and I couldn't get the closed caption turned off. Every time they would say Kyler Murray, the closed caption showed calamari. (laughs) (laughs) What is the funniest closed captioning that you have seen? I, I usually don't pay attention to the closed captioning. My wife loves closed captioning. She watches a lot of foreign movies, which I hate, and she loves the closed captioning. But with me, I don't really have a closed captioning story, Coley, but I do have my name when I speak it into my phone. I'll do voice to text, mm-hmm. and it's almost always Mallet, Ben Mallet. Oh, yeah. It always comes up. Never Maller. It's always Mallet. Screw you, Bill Miller. And that's a pain in the ass. That always gets me. Any, any of those type of things with you, Danny? Anything pop up there? Yeah, you know, I've learned as far as subtitles go, I've learned a lot of my Spanish from watching the Narcos series on Netflix. Thank you, Netflix. Oh, that's great. That's like yeah. the uh, the story of people coming to America, learning English from the Three Stooges or like yep. early TV shows. And that that's how they learned. It's been great because my neighbor speaks Spanish. So I've been, you know, going back and forth when I see him in the morning. Then he just wonders why I'm always talking about drugs. <laughs> that's great i've not checked that show out but uh thank you coley in texas oh, you gotta watch narcos ben i know i gotta the only show i really watch is like curb your enthusiasm these days that's about it come on uh, broaden your horizons i know uh there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you and when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Craig in the Camel City, formerly of St. Louis, writes in. Uh, he says, I have a question for you, but not for the fifth hour. Too late, Craig. Too late, Craig. It's on the fifth hour. I won't read the whole thing. He says, the last podcast of the fifth hour I listened to, you mentioned that you are coming to North Carolina. Of course, uh, Craig lives in North Carolina. He says, uh, I know you mentioned that it is for a wedding, but is it possible to try to do a Maller meet and greet? Well, it is absolutely possible, Craig. I have to get the green light from the ball and chain on that. And I'm not really sure how long I'm going to be in North Carolina. I figure that's a a long way to go from California, so I should probably maximize my time on the East Coast. I might go up and see my brother who lives in New York, uh, for example. But I I would like to do a Maller uh, meet and greet. And so... We're way off on that. This is going to happen. I think the wedding's in either March or April. So I will keep you posted, Craig. I'm sure I'll give updates on the podcast, but I would need to know. I don't know any locations in North Carolina to have a Mallard meet grid. So if you know anybody, Craig, start looking around at like a sports bar, a restaurant, uh, somewhere that might want to host the event. Yeah. That would help us out a lot. And also, 
just thinking down the line, Danny, I need to get to Minnesota. My, one of my goals is to do a meet and greet in Minnesota in 2022, uh, all things being uh, equal. So we need a good location. My guys in Minnesota, if you can find a good location in the Twin Cities that would be open to having an event. And I, and I always say, I don't know how many people are going to show up to these things, Danny. Sometimes there's like five people. Sometimes there's 20 people. Sometimes there's 30 people. Uh, you never know who's going to show up. A lot of people make plans to show up. You know, like when you were doing DJ stuff and you'd go to remote yeah. and people would say, oh, yeah, I'd go there. And sometimes it would be awesome and it'd be huge. And other times there'd be nobody there. And it's really sporadic. You don't really know. You always tell you, Ben, when you're coming up, you uh, have fun. Whether there's five people or 5,000 people, you enjoy your night. Yeah. And the cool thing is often when there's less people, it, I get more one-on-one -on -one time with people. Cause I always feel like a bad, I feel like it sounds dick. personal. Well, you know, it's 96.7% men, the audience, True, the yeah. but we have a few women and a few women have risen yeah. to prominence that are fans of the show. Uh, I know on this podcast, Jennifer and Richmond's rising up the level of a podcast contributor, Tammy and Montana, of yep. course, on the show as well. And Love the women sports yeah. fans and the, the women who rock FSR constantly. But like you said, Ben, it's funny because, you know, if you're like a DJ for a hip hop station or a rock station, you got all the girls calling the phone and listening but it's not the same with sports talk radio because it's mainly guys that listen to sports talk. Oh yeah. Yeah. When I was at kiss AM, which was extra sports, 1150 right down the hall was a legendary LA radio station, kiss FM 102.7 kiss FM. And at that time it was Rick D's in the morning, but I was friends with the nighttime guys. Oh boy. And we would, cause I did the night show. We'd hang out with the night guys. And I remember the difference just by walking down the hall it was all dudes on one side. And then it was all, like teenage girls teeny boppers that would call in to kiss fm and this is so long ago i'm, I'm dating myself here there was a band called hansen you remember the band I, yeah unfortunately i do remember that yeah band. it was uh, terrible but this is back in the 90s and they hansen came in to kiss fm at night and there were teenage girls wrapped around the building I don't even know how, I guess they just listened to the radio, but that was before, way before social media. And they came down to the radio stations. They, they didn't know where Hanson was going to come out of the building, but they were, they were yeah. wrapping around the building so they could get you know photo op with Hanson. But anyway, I used to hang out with those guys and it was crazy. And they're two of the, two of the guys I was buddies with are still in LA radio. Valentine, who does a morning show in Los in the LA market on one point three Valentine in the morning. And I'd hang out with him all the time. And then uh, Jojo on the radio, who is still, I think, I think he's still at Kiss FM. I'd have to double check. But I, I, last I heard he was still at Kiss FM doing like afternoon drive or something like that. So, so you saw what it was like to be an FM DJ. I lived through them. Yes. I, I lived through their lives and I did get to go in there. But it was pretty cool. Like sometimes – we would play Madden. I'd get done with the overnight show at approximately one in the morning. And I'm a single guy. No woman will get near me. So living the radio life, living the I had an apartment in Hollywood by myself. So I'd just hang out with the guys at Kiss FM and we'd play Madden. Uh, we'd play Madden in the studio while the music played and uh, had, had very fun memories of that. And then we had to get out of there before Rick D showed up, but D's usually taped the first hour of his show. So we had a little extra time. Dang. So he big timed little... everybody. Yeah. He mastered it. D's was nice. You ever meet Rick D's nicest guy I, I've ever met. I have nothing bad to say about Rick D's. He could not have been nicer. He was at the very top of radio when I met him and I was at the very bottom of radio and he was as nice as he could be. It's like that old saying, you know, be nice to the people on the way up. Yep. Because they're the same people you're going to see on the way down. And that was Rick D's, man. He was. And then I remember I saw D's after his career. He had a TV show, a network TV show at one point, like Late Night with Rick D's. What was that song that he did? Duck, Duck, some duck song. Oh, Disco Duck? Disco Duck. Yes, Disco Duck. That's it. Yeah. Legend, man. And of course, remember Jay Thomas. Oh, Jay Thomas, another, another old school DJ radio legend. Yes. Power yes. 106 LA legend. That's right. And, but 
D's, when I ran into him, the last time I ran into Rick D's, he introduced himself and uh, says, I, hi, I am, uh, I, I'm trying to, par- I'll paraphrase. He said, hi, I'm Rick. I used to be Rick D's. I used to be famous. That was like, that was his line. And uh, it was, uh, it was very cool. That's cool. I'm, I'm happy to hear stories like that about guys like that. Yeah, and he always spoiled everyone. The only quirk I remember about Dee's is that he loved the 1970s equipment because that's when he became prominent in radio. So Kiss FM had all the newest equipment, but in the Rick Dee's studio, they had this old 1970s board with the, the twisty knobs. Yeah. You know, and that's that's what Dee's learned how to do, and he didn't want to switch over, and so they – they kept having to fix that up and all. And so I've heard those stories while the world was digital. He wanted analog. He was the analog man in the digital world, right? He's the guy using the typewriter instead of the computer and yes. all that. Uh, anyway, we got to get out of here. Uh, just a, a programming note for me. I will be on radio tonight and I'll be on most of the week. I will not be on Thursday into Friday. So I'll be off that night leading into Christmas Eve, and then I'll be off until the new year after that. But I'm doing a few extra shows, and but you'll you'll be in a lot, Danny, as you told us you're you're in today, yeah. and and I'm sure you'll be in a lot over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, inside the uh, Fox Sports Radio studio from five to eleven p.m. on Sunday, and throughout the holiday here and there, I'll be filling. And that's in. specific, right? That's specific. specific time, yes. Yeah, so. And throughout the holiday, I'll be filling in on the network, so you'll hear me pop up on the microphone from time to time. All right. And before I forget, I, I will, I do want to thank the Arizona Republic. Every time I mention Kyler Murray, Danny G, <laughs> a column is written in the local newspaper, the paper of record in Phoenix there. They're not happy with me. Cause I ripped Kyler after the game against the Rams the other night. I guess it's a delayed reaction, but uh, anyway, have a great, holiday if you don't listen to the radio show this week if you're you know, part of the show and malar militia and all that we thank you be safe don't yes. and drive all that stuff you know be you know be nice to people try to find somebody in your life you love even if it's an animal and spend time with them and uh, if you don't have any uh, any loved ones or anything the filthy now, animal you know you just you gotta find something to hang out with another creature whether it's a human being or a pet that you can hang out with over the holidays and, uh, we will We'll be back, and uh, thank you, Danny. Good job. Yeah, take care of your ho, 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 (laughs) and and have a great holiday. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye, Felicia. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic, every home run, every hit, every inning, every play, from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.